0: The views presented in this podcast do not represent our real-life opinions or views. We are portraying fictional characters for a school project.
1: Welcome back to Criminal Works. My name is Zoe Brooks, and I'm here with Jasmine Jones, who is portraying Wes Moore, a drug-affiliated and petty crime criminal who shot a sergeant during a robbery of a jewelry store. So, Wes, how was your childhood?
0: It was pretty good, honestly. Sometimes I wondered where my dad was, but after I saw him drunk on Mamie's couch when I was eight, I don't think that he would have been that much of a difference in my life. I mean, could you imagine living with an alcoholic all the time? I'm glad I had my mother throughout my childhood, though. She worked really hard to support me and my brothers. I'm also glad I had my brother Tony there, too. Even though he was annoying sometimes because he acted like my dad, when I look back and see all the things that he's done for me, especially all of the advice to stay away from the drugs and gangs and to stay on top of my schoolwork. I see that he was just trying to help his younger brother, and I wish I would have listened to him. Maybe I wouldn't be in a six-foot by eight-foot prison cell for the rest of my life.
1: How were your teenage years?
0: I hung out a lot with my brother Tony during my teenage years. Since Tony was basically living with his father, he would call me almost every day to check up on me after my mom had gotten to work. I remember one time it was in the summer. And it was a about nine in the morning and a phone call had woken me up. I had been reading for at least five minutes before I actually got up. I remember being so angry that I was woken up in in the summer that I angered into the phone with a yes. I remember Tony asking about mom and where she was. I answered back with the she's at work. Our mom usually always left super early for work. I mean, she was a unit secretary at a nearby medical center. I feel like they would always have to be at work. Also, I remember playing football for the Northwood Rams. If you don't know them, they are, or at least were, one of the best rec football teams. I remember always throwing off my jersey to everyone in Cherry Hills. and when we were just playing football with the whole neighborhood. After I joined the Northwood Rams, I started to get so involved and invested into football, I mean, I would watch it all the time. I'd go into diners or basically anywhere with the TV and just watch a game. But being so invested in something also comes with some consequences. My grades started to decline, and I was just skating by in school. I only tried in school so I could be on the football team. Was it worth it? Definitely not. I could have been in college by now and providing for my kids.
1: Now, you said earlier that whether or not your father was present in your life, you would have had a similar lifestyle. Did talking to the other Westmore who graduated at John Hopkins University, attended Oxford University on a full scholarship, became a military officer, and a Rhodes Scholar?
0: I think that talking with Wes definitely opened my eyes to what my life could have been if my father was present, or if I came from a couple streets down from where I actually lived, or if my brother didn't have to drop out of John Hopkins University because of a large federal budget cut back in 1982. I feel like if my father was an alcoholic and present in my life, then I would have behaved the same way, or worse. I feel like I would have wanted some more attention from my father, like I did when I was younger. But also, if my father had cleaned up his act and was present in my life, I feel like my mother could have finally finished her dreams of going to college, being the first one in the family to complete college, let alone be accepted into a college. Also, I feel like I would have done better in my academics and sports. I feel like my father could have dug my mother and I out of the whole debt and poverty that we were in. We could have moved to another city or state and started new lives.
1: Did you use your brother as your father figure and role model?
0: I idolized my older brother when I was younger. I would say Tony would be... Would try to be a good advice giver. He definitely wasn't the best for model. I mean, he was dealing drugs in Murphy homes, where he lived with his dad, before he was 10 and was involved in a shootout in his teens. He definitely wanted me to have a better life, like Mar said in his book. Tony was a soldier, and after years of combating and fighting, he just wanted me to have a better life and avoid all the obstacles, and not be involved with any of the drugs or gangs that Tony was involved with. But to answer your question, yes, I used my brother as a role model. To say the least, I'm in prison because I always followed his lead.
1: The views presented in this podcast do not represent our real-life opinions or views. We are portraying fictional characters for a school project. You've mentioned multiple times about your prison cell and prison before. Do you want to tell us how you got there?
0: Well, on February 7th, 2000, my brother, two friends, and I came to a jewelry store with the intent to rob it, and we were armed with guns, too. Some of the people that have called me the ringleader, but I was just nervous I wanted to get over with quickly. And the only way to do that was to be forceful. Us four split up. Two went inside through one way, and the other two went inside the another way. So there was no way that anyone in Kaiser could have escaped. We made sure everybody sat on the floor while we were pointing our guns at them. And then one of the guys started to rampage through the jewelry and tried to find the most expensive ones. We were just looking for some of the jewelry so we could make some money what happened after the robbery? All of a sudden there was a security guard there and none of us expected that this place was going to be guarded. All four of us started to run out of this shop and down the street. I remember the guard catching up with us and there was only one thing that I could do before we were all caught. I remember the sound of the gun being so loud and the sound of his body hitting the ground. Then we just ran and ran and
1: ran until we were so far away that we knew they couldn't catch us. You and Tony were on the run for a long time before you guys were caught in Philadelphia. What were you guys doing there, and what led to you both being caught five years later? We went underground. I don't
0: want to go into full detail of what happened in those five years after the robbery, but it was a dark time at first. We didn't know what to do, and Tony insisted that we moved. So we went on the run to Philadelphia, where we thought we wouldn't get caught.
1: Thank you, Wes, for participating in this podcast episode. And thank you all for listening to Crimin Works. Have a nice day, guys.